stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. I did not make this decision lightly. Being elected to represent the people of Fort McMurray in different capacities since 2004 has been one of the greatest honors in my life. So somewhat surprising news last night, although maybe the writing was on the wall. Brian Jean has decided to bow out of provincial politics, is going to resign as an MLA and move on to other things. Uh, perhaps we, we knew this was coming in the aftermath of the UCP leadership race. That was a, a hard-fought contest that, that Brian Jean really thought he had a chance to win and ultimately was unsuccessful. I think Brian Jean really felt as though there was an opportunity for him. There was a path to him becoming Premier of Alberta. The Wild Rose was written off ahead of the 2015 election. We all thought it was dead. It was finished. There was no coming back from the floor crossings. Brian Jean came back from from federal politics to, to take over the leadership of the Wild Rose Party, and it did relatively well in the 2015 election. Uh, maybe they peaked a little bit too soon in the 2015 election. Because at, at one point, anyway, that the, there were polls suggesting that they could win. They didn't, but they were the official opposition. They looked to be, at least initially, the best bet for unseating the NDP in the next election until people got the idea that, well, maybe we don't need these two parties, the Wild Rose and the PCs. Let's create one. And maybe that'll make things um, a lot easier in the next election when it comes to unseating the NDP. So that process unfolded, and there was a big problem for Brian Jean's plans, and that problem proved to be Jason Kenney. I would have thought, I mean, if, I don't know. I, again, I don't know the whole nature of the dynamics between Jason Kenney and Brian Jean, but obviously Brian Jean had a fair amount of support and respect and, and wouldn't have been hard to envision him playing a, a lead role with the UCP, taking on a senior cabinet portfolio in a UCP government. I guess he's decided to leave that to two others, and, and he's going to move on. And, and understandably so. Look, he's had a lot that he's dealt with in his personal life. And I get that if he wants to, to put some attention toward that, I don't think anyone would begrudge him that. I mean, I've taken issue at times with Brian Jean as, as a politician. But I've always thought that Brian Jean was a very good person. Never doubted that at any point. He's, he's a decent guy. And, you know, we need more people like that in politics. So, wish Brian Jean all the best. So, a lot of debates, uh, as you heard, around pipelines and how we're going to deal with this uh, BC problem. And obviously, there's a whole budget problem that Alberta's still dealing with. We have the budget coming down on March 22nd. Uh, the legislature resumes on Thursday. So, joining us to talk about uh, all of these developments in Alberta politics and the news about Brian Jean, where things stand on this pipeline front and what we can expect in the legislature come Thursday. Very pleased to welcome to the program Tom Vernon, Provincial Affairs Reporter, Global News. Tom, welcome to the program. Hey, happy to. Well, lots to chat about. Let's start with Brian Jean because I, I think initially the reaction was, you know, surprise. Wow, I mean, Brian Jean's uh, getting out of politics, but really it probably wasn't much of a surprise, was it? No, I mean, when he lost the leadership, he was obviously devastated when he lost the leadership. He put a lot of his political capital and personal capital into uh, leading the UCP and merging the two parties together. But, you know, when uh, when he lost, he kind of took a step back, declined a position on Jason Kenney's front bench in opposition. Um, we haven't really seen much of him since the session ended. And 
you know, when he when the announcement was made yesterday, quite personally, I I wasn't very surprised. He's had a lot of uh, things going on in his world these last three years. He lost his son. He lost his home in the Fort McMurray fire. So, for him to step back and take more time with his family, yeah, I don't uh, I don't think that should surprise anyone. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, obviously, everyone's um, saying nice things about each other. Brian Jean's mm-hmm. very complimentary of Jason Kenney, vice versa. I mean, it, it did seem as though during that leadership race, it, it there was some bitterness at times. I don't know. Do we get the sense that there is any animosity, any bad blood between the, the camps? Uh, I, if if it is, it, it's behind closed doors. Um, you know, Brian Jean came to the House uh, when session resumed after that leadership race, and you know, obviously expressed disappointment for uh, not winning, but whole, held no ill will towards Jason Kenney publicly at that point. Jason Kenney has been saying all the right things, you know, very much crediting Brian Jean with starting the conversation of uniting the Wild Rose and the PC parties, giving him credit on that, even saying when I chat with him today that, look, without Brian Jean doing this, we might not be here today. So uh, if there is any bitterness, it's certainly not in public. Well, uh, let's talk about Jason Kenney because uh, he's uh, poised uh, very soon here to make his debut in the Alberta legislature as a sitting MLA. But before we get to that, he was in uh, B.C. this week with a message that maybe was aimed at uh, a B.C. audience. Maybe it was more aimed at an Alberta domestic political audience. But uh, what stood out to you about his, his trip to B.C.? Yeah, so he went down there. I don't think he said much different than he's been saying here all along, right? We're going to, you know, if, if you keep this up, we're going to block shipments of oil. We're going to put a tariff on, on BC natural gas coming through. But I think this, I think you're right. This is, you know, not just aimed at BC, but aimed at the, the base here, aimed at voters here, aimed at Albertans, you know, frustrated with the economy, frustrated with this pipeline still not being in the ground. When these trade disputes uh, happen, we don't typically go to the opposition parties to ask them what they would do, right? When a trade dispute is underway, we go to the people making the decisions. We go to the government. We go to the government on the other side and find out, okay, what is happening here and what needs to happen for you two to come to the table and end this. And the opposition parties... They do their best to get in the conversation, but you know, at that point, it, it, we don't talk to them that much. So this, I think this was very much a, a strategy of let's keep going uh, and getting our voice out there and doing it in different ways and getting it out there right in Vancouver. I mean, we're seeing this federally as well with Andrew Scheer going on a trade mission to the U.K., right? And why would the opposition leader need to go on a trade mission? Well, it is to keep his ideas out there in the forefront and keep his name in the conversation. Yeah, and I mean, you get the sense here in Alberta, there's there's a palpable sense of frustration, and, and people want uh, a, a firm response. We want our leaders to be seen to standing up to, I, I guess, our, our enemies, for lack of a better word at the moment. And, and you know, certainly yeah. Rachel Notley's wine boycott seemed to play well. So I guess, you know, this is Jason Kenney saying, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go even further. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and then Rachel Notley bringing back that wine boycott and walking back from that after BC removed that proposal to go to the legal review, she even said, look, if there's any sense that this is a delay tactic, we're going to hammer you guys again, right? So tough talk in the leadership, particularly around this issue. Yeah, I think Albertans do want to see that and the political leaders know it. So when we get to the uh, it's Thursday, right? Ledge resumes on Thursday? Yeah, thrown speech three o'clock in the afternoon Thursday. Uh, I suspect this issue is going to be front and center, isn't it? Uh, yeah, pipelines, the economy. Uh, I honestly think this this session is going to be all about the budget as well. Um, you know, the, the budget, a lot of the, how the province handles the economy is done through the budget, done through spending, but balanced budget as well. The NDP has promised to show us exactly how they plan on balancing the budget. Uh, the UCP says, look, they can't be trusted to balance the budget. So I believe March 20th, you know, this Thursday will be the kickoff point to session, and it will be all about the economy. But I think the true kickoff will be March 22nd when we see those numbers.
It's going to be interesting. I mean, we've seen Jason Kenney over the years as an opposition MP, as a, as a cabinet minister, but this will be his debut as an MLA. This will be his debut in the legislature as a party leader. Now, you chatted with him today. What's your sense of what their priorities are? So he said, uh, first and foremost, it is the economy. Um, that's what they're going to focus on pretty much every day throughout the session and talk about Albertans' frustrations out there. Because there's still a lot of Albertans that aren't feeling the recovery yet. There's still a lot of unemployed Albertans, so he spoke about that. Uh, and, and the budget as well, uh, balancing the budget. So I think we'll see a heavy focus on that. I actually asked him, you know, is, is it going to be different sitting in the Alberta legislature than it is in, in Ottawa, and he says, you know, it is going to be a different atmosphere. It's like a different league, right? In, in Ottawa, there's more than 300 MPs. It's loud. It's, you know, televised nationally. So you see a lot of um, playing it up to the camera. He's not so sure you're going to see quite the same sense of it here. He feels it's a little bit more low-key. Having covered this for a little while, it, it gets pretty boisterous and, and showy here as well. So I, I think it's going to be fun watching uh, Jason Kenney and Premier Rachel Notley square off in question period because they're both good at what they do. So I think it's going to be a, a fun main event. Yeah, it, it surprised me um, in recent days with, with all the focus on the economy and pipelines that Jason Kenney chose to address the issue of harm reduction and the opioid <laughs> crisis and, and coming out against the concept of, of harm reduction. What was he saying about it today? Didn't, didn't really walk it back. And, you know, he uh, acknowledged that the Supreme Court of Canada has ruled that these things should be set up. So he says, well, I respect that. But, you know, he doesn't feel it should be the focus. He actually told me that he feels that they distract from the focus of cracking down on the imports and cracking down on the production of this and, and enforcing drug laws and, and getting the traffickers off. He says that needs to be more of a focus. And he even said that... Um, uh, these harm reduction sites, these safe injection sites, actually you know, might remove the stigma from being addicted to, to opioids. So, yeah, he, he didn't back down from that. He, he does not believe that the, the safe injection sites should be a central part of any uh, uh, opioid relief strategy. Very interesting. Well, more from that interview, globalnews.ca, and that's going to be an interesting week. Tom, thanks for the update here. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for your time. And it's Tom Burton, Provincial Affairs reporter for Global News. 974-8255 is the way to reach us. A lot more still to get to here today. We are back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.